Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two legends in basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent. All right, it's time for Bob Ryan, Gary Tangway. Brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner on the CLNS Media Networks. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Networks. Okay, Bob, we're at the All-Star break. And the Celtics, uncharacteristically so, lowered the boom. <laughs> on a team that isn't even in the same stratosphere as them. They blew out the Nets by 50. Jalen Brown didn't play, made a statement going into the break. So they're 43 and 12 at the break. Is that where you thought they would be? Have they exceeded your expectations? Your thoughts? I'd say they'd exceeded it by, you know, five to 10%. I mean, we knew they were good. We knew, we knew, you know, they were, but we, I think I have placed, Milwaukee starting the season definitely ahead of them, and I'm always respectful of Philly because of because of Embiid, and anyway, but I didn't anticipate this uh, this status at the moment. Um, I am very impressed, and and I uh, certainly you know anytime you win by fifty, it's only the fifth time in franchise history that that's kind of aberrational, but uh, uh, and, and especially doing it without one you know two of your rotation guys. So anyway, uh, which actually leads us to talk about. One of the concerns about this team, I thought, was, you know, how good is the Boston bench? You know, how good was the bench going to be? And, um, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Pritchard. I, and by the way, I decided who he is. All right? He's a cross between Jerry Seasting, as you suggested, and Larry Siegfried. Okay. Now, that, that he's a cross. He's as tough-minded as Siegfried. He's a better shooter than Larry ever was, naturally. Not, not... And, and, and he's and he's different than Seasting in that he's a three-point bombardier. Seasting's range was like 15 feet two inches. You know, I think <laughs> that much. We got far much beyond that. You, you you worried a little bit, you know, but but he was deadly at that range as anybody could be, you know. So anyway, but by the way, just so people, uh, Jerry Seasting, one of my favorite stats of all, all time in, in, in Celtic history. He's he shot 65 percent. From the floor 
in the last 17 games of the 85-86 regular season. And you and I, and I know that 80, 90% of those 65% were 15-footers, 17-footers. Right. Sure. I mean, they were layups. my friend Lee Montville once said that he would, that the uh, Seastings did an autobiography. It should be entitled, I've Never Been to the Paint. <laughs> it's a great. All right. Thing. Now we digress. Um, so Pitcher comes up with 28 in this round. Uh, you know, but he's been he's been more more reliable. You know, he's had an up and down career here. Start off okay, kind of got put on the back burner, and now he's definitely an an, an, an important component on this team. Uh, I, I, I so I I feel really good about him. Uh, you know, we wondered how good Sam Hauser was. He's Sam Hauser's going to have a long NBA career. You know, he's he's definitely going to have a career. Uh, he can shoot the ball. I mean, and his shooting is at a premium now. And but the and the fact that you added Porzingis gave made Al more of a swing guy for sure, you know, and, 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 and so they've got a very nice eight man rotation for sure. And uh, uh, with, with, with versatile guys. And what I'm surprised at, and this was of course, a reason they made the move in Milwaukee is the Celtics have a six game spread on Cleveland. Yeah. The and I thought the Eastern Conference at the All-Star break would be just a log jam, like a half game, a game separates yeah. like four teams, right? Yes. Not the case. None of us <clears throat> saw Cleveland in that category, I don't think. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had a conversation <clears throat> this week with Hubie Brown, and he was selling me Cleveland, that he takes them for real. Uh, he he loves you know, he loves the backcourt. Mitchell's having a big year, and Garland has been out and times, but he's back. Right. And what people don't talk about about is they're two they're two big guys, do the big guy jobs, and that's Allen and and Mobley. Uh, you know they're not all stars or anything like it, but they know what they're doing, and 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 they're tough guys. Uh, they they give them a good sufficient inside presence. Uh, and I, I have to say, JB Bickerstaff has uh, you know settled in as a as a quality NBA coach. And so Cleveland, yeah, they're, they're, he said they'll be, you know, he didn't use this phrase. I'm using it. The proverbial tough out in the playoffs for, at the very least. Right now they're, they're second, you know, this, they're, they're, they're ahead of Milwaukee. And well, right. I mean, that's, that's the, that could be an Eastern fight. conference final for God's sake. He said, so, no, no, go ahead. No, as I like to say, nobody's going to be going, Oh goody. We're going to play the Cavaliers. Let's put it that way. If you draw them in the playoffs. <laughs> well, now you have two, it's the Knicks and the Cavs. Yeah, the Knicks, they got to get healthy again because the Knicks, uh, well, right, right, right. Now, right now, they're, they're they're down big men, you know. Right. And but, but we, we saw what they could be in that until the point when when uh, uh, Hartenstein got hurt and and uh, you know they were they were getting along without uh, you know, but they were he was playing very well. Right now, they're just strapped, strapped, and they got right. beat badly last night, and 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 they're so they they just got to regroup and. And, and get in the tournament and, and hope they're as healthy as they were uh, three weeks or a month ago. And, and well, it would be interesting to see how good they are. I, I think they, I think they made some very, you know, the Ananobi trade was a tremendous pickup and the, the guys they just added, um, you know, Burks and uh, uh, Bogdanovich, uh, they're offensive guys. So I mean, they, they could be, they could be formidable in the playoffs. Uh, your colleague, Gary Washburn uh, talked with uh, Joe Mazzulla talked about not letting this team get complacent mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what is the best and you've seen a lot of coaches you've talked to a lot of coaches so far Missoula's done a great job can't argue with it well the number one thing 
of all that they want to play for this guy. They 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 want to play for Joe Mazzulli. They 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 like they he earned their respect and 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 uh, at, and I don't know admiration, but friendship, if you will. The uh, as Trust. An, as Trust. An, thank you as an assistant, and um, you know he 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 said he had growing pains, and um, uh, but uh, yeah they 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 want to play for this guy, and that that's important, of course. And uh, I I you. He's still on trial, you know, with with most with everybody, with the fans for sure, and 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 media, you know, because you know he's got he's been handed the keys to a very good, very nice, uh, high quality sports car here, and and you know, let's see if he what he does with it, and uh, that that's going to be you know that that those, those answers will come in in April and May and in June, and, and we'll find out what. But uh, I'm 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 okay. I know a lot of people are still skeptical, and I get emails from people after any loss. You know, and, one of the uh, twelve. Uh, one of the twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I get or or or, or blown lead. You know, but I'm I'm comfortable. I mean, I was I, I was just curious. I wasn't skeptical because I because as I I trust in Brad. I trust Brad Stevens chose this guy, and and uh, now maybe Hardy would have been the first pick from what we gather. Will Hardy, you know, but he he got scooped up by Utah by Danny <laughs> more or less. <laughs> and beat beat but um i think uh brad perfectly comfortable you know uh, and, and confident that he has a, a a good coach well i think that what missoula has benefited from is two very different seasons but let's face it as a rookie year as a head coach he got thrown under the fire oh. sometimes baptism by fire is very good he wasn't expecting to be a head coach no. he gets tossed into the role he has players like marcus smart who call him out so in the year and a half he's coached, he sort of lived a life. Oh God, yeah. You, you think about it, you just go. The date was uh, September. I think it was September twenty first, two thousand two, when uh, the news when uh, yeah when 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 the news broke on on Emmy, uh, uh, yeah. and uh, and you know so go back to whatever that date was. Back yeah. this when he woke up th th that morning, he was comfortable in, in his assigned role as assistant coach and 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 everything was fine and he had no worries you know and the next morning the world is on his shoulder the, the basketball world of the the fate of the team I mean that's got I, we'll never know what, how jarring that was for him not to mention whatever his personal feelings were about you know Emi and and, right. and so yeah it was a, a, a not the kind of circumstance in which anyone wants to become elevated to be the head coach you know, to, you don't you like know. the reason you don't like the, your your friend getting you know in trouble, if you will. Oh, sure. And and you weren't ready for this was a this wasn't what you were ready for at all. And 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 so yeah, it was it was a, I'm sure it was a very stressful year for him. He's learned a lot, and I think he's you can see the maturation process, and you can see that he's a sponge, and he's putting to work what he's learned. So good for him. Now we want to talk about Bob Ryan, Sacramento Kings. Uh, with a, a a win, they scored 11 straight points and they beat the Nuggets. So generally, I wouldn't think, you know, an NBA regular season is a big game, but these are Bob Ryan's Sacramento games. Well, I, I fell in love. No, I, I They caught my attention last year, the second half of the year and in the playoffs. And, and uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a hopeless suck up for Donatus Sabonis. I'm I mean, I'm not Domanis. I'm some Domanis. Uh, I love this guy because I love the father, too. Uh, the great, but right. this kid, it, it's just, I know, and you know, all stars, 
there's always going to be controversy, but some some just just scratch your head. How can they not have this guy on the Western Conference team? It, 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 you know, he's he's a walking triple double now every other night. And anyway, uh, and De'Aaron Fox who had 30 last night is a is a you know a, a, one of the better young guards in the league and a, a speedball guy. And I I like they got it's Carter can shoot. Um, I. Yeah, they're 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 nice. They're a nice team. They're, uh, they're I don't think they're a championship team, but no. But again, why do you like them, Bob? But there's something about them because you're a basketball <clears throat> purist. Well, Whereas, what do you? There's something part about of it, this little engine that could that you like. Part of it is well, I guess I I love the, the, the Sabonis. I said uh, part of it is that uh, the fans deserve it. You know, they were teased by that team 20 years ago, and that team that got screwed in that famous fourth quarter against the right. Lakers. And, and uh, that team did not fulfill its destiny, which was good enough to win the entire thing. Frankly, they were good enough. And, uh, even though they had one of my least favorite players ever, Chris Weber, but uh, nonetheless, they were effective. Uh, and the fans deserve, they, they've been loyal from the time they moved in from, from Cincinnati, uh, from Oklahoma, Kansas City uh, out there. Uh, they, uh, they've been loyal. I just think it's time for them. And, uh, and, but once again, those two guys are good. Um, I just something about them. I, I'm happy. So they're they're going to be heard from. It's Sacramento. Sacramento needs something. Sacramento yeah. needs some love. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. No. No kidding. And and uh, you know, city. And uh, they, they got a rivalry, an inherent rivalry with San Francisco, naturally. You know, and and um, and, and that just because of the culture, and that's good. So uh, no, they're they're they're, they're good. Get your buckets with your first bet at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams. Quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Massachusetts 21 plus and present in MA. Hope is here. First online real money line wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24 seven support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800 GAM one two three four. Okay, Bob, you're who do you like least, Shaquille O'Neal or Chris Webber? Oh, I don't dislike Shaq. I, I, I oh no, I, 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 I dislike uh, Chris Webber's game. I didn't dislike his attitude. Uh, uh, you know, I, he, he never figured out who he was. Uh, no, um, he, he had he, he, he shares an honor with. Uh, our boy, uh, our friend uh, Antoine Walker, in that the, his whole does not equal the sum of its parts. Right. Uh, he has he had skills. He had great hands, great hands, and 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 great. But he just didn't have a game. He didn't he never figured out what his game was. And uh, I know I, people said, "What are you talking about?" Well, I'm just he just and he was a, not a noted clutch player at all. Oh, I have not. My only beef with Shaq is rebounding that right. that he should have been a, a, a perennial leader you know in the top right. one two three and he wasn't and 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 simple reason was 
he he didn't have the rebound gene in him. Uh, that that uh, great rebounders want the ball. They want to fight you tooth and nail. They want to fight them. They have to stand. They want the ball. He was he got the rebounds he should have gotten. And great rebounders get rebounds that don't belong to them. And and he's not. He was never one of those guys. So I think he squandered that. But uh, offensively, I admire the fact that he broadened his game. He came in with a with, with basically a, a, a extremely low post game, and he got it expanded. And uh, you know, to, and and he, he worked on his foot, footwork and moves. He he was a better player. I, I don't dislike him. I just think people overrate him historically. That's all. You know. I mean, the, the, in the great debate on centers, you know, uh, I I put him uh, in the bottom of the top ten, not not in, in the top. I'm try- okay, I'm trying to remember who you're. T- Obviously, it's Kareem and Wilt. Do you have Nate Thurman? And, and, well, three, five? Four. Number four to me is Elijah Wan. Elijah Wan. He's number four. And and then I, this guy said that I would rather have. I got to win tonight. You know, uh, I, I, Willis Reed is a center. I'll take him over over oh, Shaq. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. that's a pretty good top five. Pretty good, yeah. Rock, and, and, Willis, but there's, Wilt. You know, yeah, now we got guys playing today that are going to muscle themselves into that. Obviously, if. But the only thing for this artistic argument is that the new big guys are more hybrids, right? Generic bigs. They're they're four and a halfs, you know, and right. and that's a tribute to them. You know, we're talking about Giannis, who's not a center. He's seven feet six eleven. We're talking about Jokic, who's who is a nominally a center but has guard skills, and we're talking about um, MB, who who has guard skills too and and can shoot from three and and is uh uh so they're going to be in entering into this all-time discussion when 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 when, they, when they're done we're going to play you know we'll have that argument then anyway i shack i just think he's got rings to show for it but uh you know it uh i just think he could have gotten even more i should have been better i actually should have been better i'm, I'm chuckling to myself inside thinking about <clears throat> will chamberlain Karibid du jabbar shooting threes <laughs> Wilt, you know wilt they used to say in practice could make long shots that's what I, that was the folklore you know none of us were bear witness to it you know when i i wasn't but they said russell of course not no 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 chance and kareem kareem I, I would if you told him you know this is the game now Oh, he got. Oh, sure. Uh, the, he he he. Would, there's no doubt in my mind that he would have made himself into a reliable three point shooter. Uh, as it is, you know, he 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 had the, the greatest range on a hook that we'll ever know. You know, he made a three with a hook. Yeah, he. Well, it, that it was a hell of a shot. It was like more like 17, 18, but still it was in the corner. Well, you know, one a great shot, most memorable shot, in, in, in one of them in history of the game. Against so, the Celtics, right? The Celtics game six and nine, seven four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, there's that. But no, it's uh, you're right. The idea, the idea of Russ shooting a three is that that's no, that, that, that you can't make that. <laughs> you can't picture that. I can picture Kareem shooting a three. It's a little fuzzy. Not Russ. Uh, NBA.com came out with the top five Indiana players of all time because the All Star game is being held there. And it has the big O, Oscar Robinson, Larry, of course, George McGinnis, and the big dog, Glenn Robinson, and Sean Kemp. Uh, your thoughts on the five and who are left out? Well, John, the thing about it is, I guess they're based, see, this is for NBA purpose. You know, it's a career, NBA career. Right. Because when you, if you're in Indiana, uh, the number one sport is high school basketball. Right. In fact, it, that, that, their home arena was the only one I ever, ever in. I don't even know what it's called now. 
It started out was the it was the, it was the the field house, remember? And I don't even know what the arena's called now. I lost track. Yeah, and it's it, another it's, name. I saw it. Well, today. Whatever it is, they had a as as much high school and college posters and pictures and history in the building as they did in the NBA. And then, of course, the ABA still was revered there because they won three championships, the, the Indiana Pacers. Um, so I'm saying I think of Indiana, and there's some got names that I know from college exploits and high school exploits. Now, if you're going to talk about all-time five high school, you know, Indiana players, Damon Bain has got to be in there, winning a championship as a freshman. Um, Jimmy Whale from Kokomo, Indiana, in the, a great shooter in the fifth. Scott Skiles from Plymouth, Indiana, with, with, uh, uh, and another re legend, a revered figure in Indiana lore is Slick Leonard, Bob Leonard, who who won a state championship in, in Fort Wayne, I believe it was, when, in 1949, won an NCAA championship uh, in 1953 with the Hoosiers, and and then uh, you know we, we coached the team. He's a beloved figure in Indiana, um, but the five guys they got, obviously, uh, Oscar. If you're going to make a case for greatest career in Indiana schoolboy history, it probably was Oscar Robertson and Christmas Addicts. Um, and, and of course, I'm glad, you know, Larry, Larry's team didn't get very far, uh, you know, if they too far. Um, and I'm, um, uh, but you, you think about Indiana basketball, anybody outside the state thinks of Larry Bird. Right. And George McGinnis, another study in, of, should have been better is with the skills and uh but uh, it is you know at one point you know in, in the end and the aba he was he was a monster uh the, the thing that happened with george mcginnis in the nba um for some he started he developed the free throw phobia and got to the point where he didn't want to go to the basket because he didn't want to get fouled oh, he didn't wow. want to be humiliated and and that, that that's how he ended his career in, in, in deterioration because of that it's a mental problem. Well, he, and he moved to Philadelphia after the Pacers. Yeah. But the first year, I'll tell you what, though, uh, when he came to the 76ers in the first year that they matched, he and Doc matched up. Well, before Doc got there, he had a great year. He had a great year. And then Doc came in, his role, you know, was, it was, it was tortured. Problem. And I don't think he liked it. I don't, you know, I, I, he, he liked being the, the big dog, you know. And of course, oh, I just inadvertently, uh, came up with the nickname Glenn Robinson's name was there you go. I, I, I was not playing folks that just fell that just fell out of my head so uh, it's interesting. I like the idea of it though I love stuff like that I love the idea that the NBA would do that and uh, uh, or the NBA.com would do that and um, people are going to embrace this all-star game I was reading this morning that uh, uh, they're really taking it to heart in Indiana and that's good fine and I just hope they give them a real basketball game well, you know, I do I, I'm planning on watching until I get angry, if if, if I, I want to see a basketball game because I want to see that I've seen some that all star games. Oh sure, played for pure pride. I want to beat that guy. I mean, I want I want to win the game. That's all. I, I don't need a financial inducement. I just want to win the game. And then they've allowed it to, to turn into this this farce of of sport mm. you know, with nothing but running up and down and shooting threes and dunks and throwing stupid passes and. You know, nobody guarding anybody ever for anything, and, and I, I, so I want to see if they want to play the game, and uh, uh, and, and then if but they're not playing the game, then you know there's plenty of other things I can do. Where do you, do you think Indiana is the basketball state in our country, or because it's a tough, you know, Georgia with Atlanta, uh, New York City? Well, New York, it, 
I still I haven't been I haven't been there in a while now, um, you know, but I've spent enough time in Indiana and, and studied, you know, enough about what's going on. There is no question that it earned the right in the in the 20th century. And uh, I, I, I know the, and the big, you can't believe the controversy there was 25 years ago when they went away from the format of one size fits all state tournament and and went into class class play you know divisions right. which most states have always had but they had you had one champion and 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 that's of course is the basis of the hoosiers story right. you know that Milan, with those tiny town they beat the big boys from the city and 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 it was a, and it's all true story and and all you know a little hokeyed up for the movie but but the basis of it is all true it happened uh, I got to tell you a story there. 1997, Larry Bird is appointed coach of the Pacers, which stunned everybody. Stunned me, you know, for sure. I didn't see that coming at all. So, uh, at the first press conference that he had as coach of the Pacers, I was there, and no later than the third question he got, as the new coach of the Indiana Pacers of the National Basketball Association, the Hall of Famer Larry Bird, though, to be, Larry, what do you think of class basketball? <laughs> I mean, that was that high school question. I mean, that 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 told you all you need to know about Indiana at that moment and state in their love affair with basketball. I'll tell you an underrated state for basketball, which got which has now five Division One schools in a relatively spark, pop, uh, sparsely populated state, and basketball is uh, you know, the high schools are very good. Utah. Utah has a long tradition. You know that Utah won the NCAA championship in 1944. And, I did not. Yes. And uh, basketball, the, the, the Mormon church has, you know, embraced the uh, basketball at, out there. And and the, the, it, it matters. And uh, uh, so that, that that's under, they're, they're on the top five. And maybe they're, they're, they're up there. Now, New York has always been, you know, they, they like to sell so, – and I, you know, in the 20th century, you know, that New York, New York, New York. Uh, Philadelphia was really good for, you know, and with the height of the Big Five and, and uh, the big robbery between the Catholic League and the Public League there and all that. You know, yeah, that, that, but I'll tell you one thing, though, the, the, the great source of talent that didn't exist 50, 60, 70 years ago that has become the bountiful area to, to recruit basketball players is, this, is the Deep South. You know, you, you, people think about football naturally. But the Deep South is, is uh, uh, you know, when I'm talking about Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, if you go check out the rosters of, of NBA players for the last 25 years and see how many players that came from sometimes small places and in, in, uh, you know, like slick watts from Rolling Fork, Mississippi, you know, and all that. Uh, lots of lots of those kind of stories out there. So that, that's become a, even in the midst of football, you know, high school basketball there is big. I think the one thing you could say about Indiana when you compare it to the other areas is prior to the Pacers, which was an ABA team, you know, and then obviously with, with Reggie Miller and so forth. And when Larry coached in games of notoriety, but it was really never about the professional game in New York. You always had the Knicks, Philadelphia, obviously, you know, the Warriors and the 76ers. So you had those high school games with your approach in Indiana. That was it. That was yeah. it. I mean, high school hoop, that was it, man. Oh. That was A1. Top and of the fall, that, Bob. And, that, right. And that, that and IU, you know, the, the, they, they were very proprietary towards that and IU, you know, because right, IU right, right, right. won, yeah, they won it, they won championships in, in, in uh, both the 40s and 50s. 
you know, and and uh, early like forty one. I gotta tell you, you know, there's there's nothing like it. I I know you're a new home away from home up there in the, the lovely uh, western mountains of Maine. Um, <laughs> you know, Rumford, Maine, uh, in seventy four and seventy five had two great basketball teams. I went to Mexico High. We didn't have the population of Rumford did across the river, but uh, Rumford had two great teams, and they and. And even Mexico, when we get in the state tournament, the tourney, if you will, at the Bangor Auditorium, the Augusta Civic Center, I even had a chance to do some high school basketball games. I would do play-by-play. Rich, Our friend Rich Kimball, <clears throat> we would do like eight games a day. We'd just do, on the radio, it was like the first game started at 8 a.m. and the last game started at 8 p.m. <laughs> and we'd do them, and fans traveled, you know, from Dover Foxcroft and you know, uh, the Bar Harbor and Bealsport and all this. Of course, Bealsport, the name of the coach was Beal, <laughs> you know, and they had a kid, I think Allie Beal, you know. So, uh, but I remember, I remember as a kid going to the Augusta Civic Center and just a line of cars, like in Hoosiers from Rumford, Maine. I, I, in the back, my dad and I, my mom, uh-huh. just driving. Yeah, to Augusta from Rumford, and it was a line of cars as far as you could see. Uh, no, I, I mean I, that's I, great stuff. You know, that's I Indiana. Yeah, not, no, I think that's very worthy. Of, I, I, I'm aware of that, and I, of course, you know, it's, now you got Cooper Flag. We'll see how that goes. And oh, man, yeah, I, ne- I never thought, I never thought a number one pick would ever come out of Maine. I wasn't sure you'd ever get anybody that we could be bigger than Cindy Blodgett in uh, in, in Maine. Yeah, I mean in Maine, I mean my God, when Cindy was there at UMaine, they were, oh my God, they were passionate fans, passionate fans. So, go yeah. Maine, Bob. Always a pleasure, my friend. Yes, we'll Enjoy the All Star break. Yeah, well, as I said, we'll see. I'll give them. Um, they're on trial with me. Uh, I'm going to start watching the game, but they they need to remind, persuade me that we want to play want to play basketball. That's all. All right. Bob Ryan, brought I'm to you by Gary Tangway, brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Networks. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Talk to you next week, Tom.